This is the Holistic Heart Podcast, the place for all things therapy and mental health. We know navigating the human experience can be as challenging as it is beautiful. So we wanted to create a space where we can dive deep into self-exploration, normalize the struggle, and hold space for hard topics and conversations. We are so excited to have you join us on this journey. Welcome to the Holistic Heart Podcast. This is Kristen, and I'm here with Sammy. Hi. And today we're talking about, okay, first of all, can you even believe this? But (laughs) this is episode 24, which means that because we're doing it bi-weekly, it's been a full 12 months of podcasting. I cannot believe that. It's like, what? (laughs) Kristen and I have been talking about doing a podcast for like years and years and years. And it's just totally blowing my mind that we've now been doing it for a year. Yeah. And like, also it doesn't feel at all like we've been doing it for a year. Oh, like, no. It's been super fun. I will, like, I, I definitely am having a good time with it, but I feel like I'm surprised looking at the number of episodes that we've done. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. 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 When you left me a note about uh, like what topic we should kind of explore in the next few episodes, you brought that up and I was like, what is she talking about? <laughs> I like, oh my gosh, it is. <laughs> yeah. And technically, so just so you all know that we do know uh, that we started in November and it is now When this gets released, it will be the beginning of October. So because a couple of months have three weeks, like uh, five weeks, so like three weeks, three episodes in a month, uh, we're a month ahead, but we are still a full 24 episodes in. And I think that that is a significant milestone. So we were thinking that we would just talk about that today and talk about our reflections on what this year has been like and this experience of podcasting and um yeah, just kind of celebrate a little bit that we've stuck with it for this long. I feel like that's That's very exciting. I, in preparation for this, just listened to like the first couple of episodes recently and it... (laughs) Throwback. um, Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. I don't remember exactly which episode it was, but one of the very first like full episodes, Kristen and I both said absolutely like an absurd number of times. And so we've grown. We've grown. <laughs> Absolutely grown from there. And it was so funny to listen to. And I I specifically remember after that being like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize how many times either of us said this. Um, and, and then after that, like explicitly trying to not say it. But from the experiential side of doing this, it's so funny. It's felt so much more natural. And I don't know if listeners can hear this, but I know I can hear mm-hmm. Um the ease with which it feels like it's coming and which I think is funny because like you and I have conversations like this all the time and that's essentially what the whole purpose of why you know our intention behind starting this podcast was but it's different it's like when you put a camera in front of someone or a mic in front of someone it's like oh uh uh how 
like this is supposed to sound a certain way kind of thing. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, am I, I'm not just talking to Sammy about something. I'm like, am I supposed to be saying it in a certain way or delivering a certain message? And it like freezes you up. I also remember, and I think that this was a significant shift. And uh, if you're listening, you might find this interesting as well. When we first started, because we were trying to use the like podcast mic setup and like, I know you have your own and and now we use two, but um, we were sitting together side by side. And I think that also was like the awkwardness of the first few sessions because we were like literally next to each other, staring at a computer as opposed to like, like a natural conversation. So it felt like this weird little ping pong. Like we weren't really talking to each other. We were like, like nudging each other, like, okay, your turn as opposed to like going, having like a natural conversation. And I remember we were like, what the fuck is happening? Like, this is too weird. And um, so even though, just so you all know, if you're listening, uh, Sammy and I are always both in the same building when we do this, (laughs) um, in the same place, but we go in different rooms and we do it over Zoom just so that we can be looking at each other. Um, I think, I don't know about for you, Sammy, but for me, that's made a huge difference in the dynamic of like, oh yeah, I'm just talking to Sammy, like on on the computer. (laughs) I remember the first time we did it, it was like, hello, (laughs) of course, like what were, it's so funny when you reflect on things and it's like, why are we thinking that that made sense? Even now thinking about it now, I'm like, we could have sat on either side of your desk using the same mic like facing each other. I don't typically have conversations literally sitting on the same side of a desk with someone. And so it's so funny though, because you think like, oh, this has to be different. And it really is like, you you don't get the natural organic like conversation when you're sitting right next to someone staring at a checklist of things that you want to get to and everything. And um, I'm glad that we navigated and um, graduated from that phase of the past. <laughs> Well, and I think it's such a beautiful like microcosm of demonstrating like it's always better to be authentic. Like any as soon as you start to try to stage it, it gets this artificial weird feel. And it's that wasn't even our intention at all. Mm-hmm. But it was like an underlying sense of like, oh, this is like performative in some way, right? Like it's going out to an audience of listeners or whatever, right? Like, um, And so it took this quality of like brandedness or like, uh, like, like it was supposed to be a specific like production, right? Like there was like that kind of quality to it that takes you away from that authentic. That's what we were really trying to capture, which is literally, we talk about this kind of stuff all the time, like naturally, like I was saying to Sammy when we got on, I'm like, shit, we should have been talking on the podcast on Tuesday because we were like. I don't know. We were all over the place with different existential uh, topics on Tuesday night. So, uh, you know, I feel like that is like a, a nice example too of like, we're not immune to this. Like we had in no way was it coming to either of our minds that like, Oh, this is going to create like an artificiality to it, right. but it absolutely did. And it, I feel like that was felt in the podcast not necessarily that people felt it as artificial but you can hear more of the organicity in it now uh, compared to then yep absolutely and it absolutely (laughs) Um. (laughs) now we can never say that without being like yeah (laughs) I won't say 
You ever want to know, like, what phrases do I just say all the time? Start listen, a podcast yes. and then listen to it. Again. Truly. <laughs> <Don't notice. laughs> um, yeah, it is. It's, it's really fun to reflect on, I think. And like you said, um, this isn't even what I was thinking would come up from this conversation, but that recognition of, um, for me, I, I've talked about this before, but I love listening to podcasts and the podcasts that I love to listen to are people just talking, mm-hmm. like talking to each other, having those organic conversations. And there can be an intention and purpose behind the conversation. But I think that just like talking, getting to know each other, deepening that human connection and listening to that can be so, um, beneficial. And, and yet then when we started, it was like, oh yes, it felt very, Mm, rigid mm-hmm. and this is like oh yeah that just organic openness and everything that I think is so um it's so helpful to listen to some of I think especially the topics that we cover be spoken about in a conversational way too and to me that's like I always strive to do that like yeah it can be these big huge broad topics or or microscopic and whatever and they can be really heavy but it doesn't have to be um it doesn't always have to feel that way mm-hmm. and that we can have open dialogue. And, and I just find that to be so important. And I love listening to things like that too. Yeah. And we definitely have moved, I think, and I've gotten so much more comfortable and like enjoyed it more as we've moved away from structure. Yes. Because I feel like at the very beginning, we were like creating like bullet points of different like aspects of the topic that we wanted to make sure we hit on. And if you all could hear us now, we just like hop on the Zoom. We're like, all right, you want to just hit record? Let's just see where it goes. Let's just like, <laughs> we've got like a general topic and just, you know, we sort of just bounce around with whatever comes to mind at that time. And I think that has been a lot more, um, like that has felt a lot more aligned for me where it doesn't feel like, oh, it's almost in, in some ways it's similar to like going into therapy with an agenda. It's like, it's like you, you can't do that. You've got to see where, where the process takes you and be willing to follow where the process goes. And so I think for both of us are, we're more naturally inclined to be adventure like in that way. Like it doesn't feel for some people, I think it feels very supportive to have a structure and that's wonderful if it works for you. But I feel like Sammy and I are both kinds that feel maybe more confined by structure. And so there was like this weird trying to fit something and trying to make the conversation move to that next bullet point because we had arbitrarily like identified it ahead of time rather than like following naturally the process. And you lose so much of the potency when you do that. And that's true in therapy, too, for sure. It's like if I come in with a like we need to have a certain thing or do a certain number of interventions or whatever, um, you, you miss that opportunity to be in the depth of it and like follow what's get curious about like, Oh, where's this headed? What's going to come up? Absolutely. Okay. Wow. I think that's, we're up to three now. Um, but, but what I was thinking when you were saying that too, is that yes, the like not having to have structure, it can lead to that open dialogue that I was talking about before that organic conversation and that we both really enjoy being in that space. And yet full transparency, one of us, every single time we do this right before we hit record, like, well, wait, should we maybe like take a step back and talk about this? So although we're like, yes, this feels so much better and everything, there's still that like, Oh, well, wait. And I know I will. And even if I'm the one that's like, no, let's do it, which is what happened today. Then I'm like, Oh wait, 
uh, shoot, where are we going to go with this? Like, <laughs> I guess we're going to press record. And it's just that like normalizing that if you're resonating with this, but you're also like, yes, I love structure. Like it's always, there's always that both. And, and I think even though it's, um, even though you guys can't see us and even though, um, we are really striving for this dynamic that we're talking about right now, it can still sometimes feel like that performative, like for me with like, I used to just love dancing on stage, but there was always that element of like, why am I doing this? Oh shit. Before stepping on. Right. And it was like, that never went away, even though I loved it. There's that both. And, and the complexity of, and the duality of the experience. And I think there's a little bit of nuance there too, because there's a difference between organicity and unpreparedness. Right. And I think that for me, that's what the, Oh shit feels like. It's like, like I would have that come up when I was going to give a talk of some kind, right? Like, it's like, I never wanted to follow a rigid structure. I never had like a script of any kind or anything like that. But then at the same time, if I didn't practice or organize my ideas before I got on, then I couldn't be free flowing with it because I'd be panicking about like, what are the points that I actually wanted to hit here? Right. And so there's that balancing between, I know that I want to go in a particular, take this in a particular direction and I'm willing to like adjust my sales and like move with that organically and be in touch with myself enough to do that. But I think for me, that's what comes up right before when I'm like, wait, should we talk about it? Or like, or you say that and I'm like, no, we whatever, Um, whichever one of us it is, but is like that, like, are we prepared? Like, is this going to be too all over the place? But then there's that like element of self-trust of it never is like it never is if, and like it moves in the ways and the places that it needs to. And like that trusting the process and trusting yourself in the process, which I think also comes with experience too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And the more that you lean in and trust the process, the more that if the, those moments are like, um, where is this going? Like, why did I bring this up? They don't go away. It's just the, the trust in yourself to be able to lean in the process is I think what, increases and grows over time and it there's a unique ability with what we're doing um and so if you're having this experience as a listener sammy's right maybe try podcasting because we get (laughs) feedback like you know when i might think like why the hell afterwards i'm like where did i where was i going with that why did i say that particular thing in that moment and like it never fails that that thing is the thing that someone will say like, oh, when you said that, it like so resonated with me. And it's like, mm-hmm. OK, <laughs> like, all right, then that's why that's why it was there. Who like, you know, so it's so easy after. And I don't know if you have this experience, Sammy, but definitely I do after we record or more often, not after we record, but more often after it airs and we and I listen to it and it's out there already <laughs> and there's no going back. Then I have like thoughts of like, what was I even talking about there? Or why did I say that thing? Or, and sometimes I'm like, well, yeah, I'm right. I agree with myself. <laughs> like, so it's not only the, but I'll get a little bit ruminative about like, where was I going with that? And it never fails that like someone will say like, oh, that was so helpful. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. Oh, I've totally had that happen. And I just think that there's just so much, so much to be found in that. I find that 
that that kind of theme can pop up in so many areas of life. And yes, there's definitely been times I often, and this I think has to do with the way that we record and like how we release them because a lot of times we will, you and I will have just recorded something and then something that we recorded before is the one that's released. So someone okay. says something to me about it and I'm like, what did I say? <laughs> yeah. Or like, yeah, that sounds like something I would say. Um, but then by the time I'm able to listen to it and everything, yes, there are sometimes it's like, wow. Yeah. Okay. And then other times it's like, what? Exactly. Or like, I thought that was so good in the moment and now like, hearing it back, like maybe not so much, but, but again, to me that is, and that's, I think why I like I love what I do so much too, is I often practice this sitting with, with clients, but also just in conversations with people. Sometimes something comes in and you're just like, all right, I don't know exactly why this is the thing that's sticking out so much, yeah. but I'm, I'm going to go with it. Cause it's just that it just keeps tugging on me. Mm-hmm. And, and I think like, I have just seen so often that that is what can, maybe if that's not the thing, it's the thing that helps to guide the conversation to where, wherever it needs to go to meet that, that individual's need or that, you know, conversations need. And I think it's really powerful. It's why I love, we've talked about this in previous episodes, but it's why I love different like insight development building things. And I think when you listen to people talking, I know this is why I love listening to podcasts so much is it just like, it gets you thinking you're Mm -hmm. hearing different people's perspectives on things and they may share something like, like you said, that the person who said it might be like, what the fuck did I say that? Where was I going? Whereas it's like, Oh, it's like it created this aha moment for another person. And that is just like, I think to be able to hold space for each other as like human beings for that is so cool. It really is. And I feel like that's something that happens for me a lot in session two, or like you said, just talking to people. It's like, sometimes I'll get this impression in the back of my mind and I'm like, well, I'm just going to like ignore that, like follow the person where they're going or like, I'll hold on to that or and it just like, if it stays that I'm like, I'll just disclaim it and say, yeah, I don't know why this is coming up for me right now, oh. but it just keeps coming up for me. So I'm just going to say it. And like you're saying, Sammy, inevitably it's like, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe you. I, that happened today with a client. I can't believe you just said that. And I'm like, I don't know why I just said that, <laughs> but like, apparently, <laughs> this is why. Um, and it's also helpful because like you're saying, which I think is really like a beautiful insight to to highlight is like we hear ourselves in other people. We are able to like when someone else offers something, they might be using language that allows an idea to just land in a way that it maybe we've been exposed to it a million different times before or maybe not. But it just lands in a way that we're able to receive in that moment, like that's sort of like a synchronicity of like the way it's being spoken, the timing it's being spoken, the place we're in that we're hearing it, um, all of those things align and allow us to like really receive something that creates, like you said, the aha or like that, like insight of, oh, I'm really able to be with this in a different way. And I, I think that we underestimate the power of those moments. I mean, those kinds of perspective shifts for me have been literally life altering, like total shifts, you know, when you start to be like, oh shit, like that, you know, like that's the truth. And it's like, wow. And it's like often not brand new information, right? Right. It's not something that you didn't had no idea about. It's just presented to you in a certain way at a certain time that allows it to hit. 
in a, in a way that makes an impact. I like to think of those moments as like, like you have your, like a, like a puzzle, like you have all the pieces. It's just that. And like, you've been putting it, you, you have all the pieces and you have the box that shows the picture of it. And so it's like, you, you can conceptualize it, but then it's that aha moment is when you're like, Oh, it feels so good when that puzzle piece just finally like clicks into place. You know, when you're doing a puzzle, especially when it's like the last few pieces and you're like, I just can't find that one in this area. And it, it's like, to be able to have someone else, I think this is why metaphor, I know for me, if you're one of my clients, you definitely know I love to use metaphor. Oh, and, and so it's like being able to do that to me, it's like, okay, so I think this is also why I like expressive art so much. It takes it out of you, of your own experience of it. And it's like, all right, well, when you look at it, like just now, the metaphor of the puzzle, it's like, oh, okay. So you may not be able to uh, like access exactly what we're talking about, but then think about this experience, this physical experience, let's say in that example, and then you can relate to it in a different way in that way. And I think when you, when someone else says something and it's just like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And I know sometimes it can be frustrating. Like, let's say, you know, you have a relationship with someone and you're like, I've told them this 50,000 times, but it takes being in a specific, I think, headspace to be able to understand and see things and the nuance and the dynamics. Like you don't necessarily have dynamics with us listening to a podcast than if, you know, your partner said something to you or something like that. And being able to understand that that is at play all the time when we're interacting with each other. Yeah. And there's something that I know about how the human psyche works that I think is interesting in quality and what you're saying there is about like how powerful storytelling and metaphor for sure and storytelling can be in shifting and supporting our mental and emotional well-being and part of the reason why storytelling is so effective is first of all humans are storytelling creatures and we're drawn to story like if you notice if someone says like oh my god let me tell you a story it's like the immediate like instinctual response is like to lean it you're like yeah. Oh. Right. Like, um, so we're like engaged by story, but also the reason why I think podcasts or like neutral feeling kind of like audiobooks or books themselves or like, I don't know, a lecture of some kind, like any kind of information that feels like it's being told to you. When Sammy and I are talking, we're talking about ourselves. We're not talking about you. And so that makes people more receptive to, to information in a way that their defenses may not allow them to receive it if we're talking specifically about this. So like you said, if your partner tells you, like my partner's telling me about me and I'm like not here for it, right? But if you're telling me about you and I can hear myself in your story, I might be able to see that more readily than if it's presented to me as something that I have, I want to, my ego wants to defend around in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, And so stories have been used for healing for like, as long as humans have been around, right? Like, I mean, like storytelling and we do it, we see it with kids, right? Like you do stories uh, around like emotional well-being or stories to understand different dynamics or stories to understand social dynamics, right? And by seeing examples or, you know, hearing about characters, we, our own humanity are, is reflected in those characters. And in a podcast, the people who are talking are the characters or they're talking about the people in their lives. Those are the characters. And, and so it takes it to 
a sort of an element that's a little bit removed enough that allows us to relate to it in a way and make mm-hmm. our own meaning with it, which I think is really beautiful because it's oh, like, yeah. no, I'm not, no one's telling me that they know from me, they're telling me about themselves. And then I'm able to come to it in the way that feels mm-hmm. applicable to me. And maybe it tweaks a little bit from how I heard it, but I get to make that connection on my own. Yes. I love how you just put that. I think that is just so, um, I, I think it's really beautiful. And for me, a piece that I think can be missing in the therapeutic context is that like, and, and like rightfully so, but that you don't always get that, let's say from your therapist. And I love that we have this medium right now to be able to offer that as just another perspective too, because I do think it's like that storytelling like creates the human connection or it, it really um, contributes to it. And I just, it's so cool. Well, like you and I have talked about so many times, I feel like there's so there's so much capacity in the range of human expression. I'm making like really wide, like <laughs> sweeping motions with my hands. Like there's so much range of expression. And often we get into habitual ways of being in the world and we really limit our expression uh, to certain things that we feel comfortable with or that feel familiar or that get our needs met and all this stuff. And So hearing other people's expressions can help us remember, like we're hearing about something that we ourselves have access to and have embodied at some point in time, probably in some way. And it makes us feel more connected. It makes us humanize ourselves, not makes us, but invites us to humanize ourselves a little bit more and realize, uh, and I know that you and I really love this part, Sammy, of like the interconnectedness of like, we all share these baseline things right of I don't know you know um a desire to feel important to feel uh, accepted that might show up differently behavior wise in me than it does in Sammy than it does in someone else but the underlying need is very much the same and so we can like connect with each other that way and realize the universality of so much of the human experience which I think is a really valuable takeaway absolutely Oh, yes. And I have just loved doing this with you and being able to like provide this as another, um, as like a catalyst and another container to access that. Um, and it's been so beneficial for me and like the conversations that it has, um, like kind of, um, contributed to outside of the podcast and our own conversations that we've had and that's how it was birthed was our own conversations and storytelling between the two of us and I think it's just um it's been I again I can't believe that it's basically been a year since we started doing this it's like time flies I feel like I just have said that phrase (laughs) it's like it's It's very surreal it feels very surreal that it's been that long I also would say I've also really really loved it and I feel like we've come really far and also we've got more that we can go you know like well I'm sure we'll continue to grow in the how this unfolds Um, we certainly plan to continue it and I want to like just offer to anyone listening like the first one always sucks. The first 10 probably will suck of like, not just a podcast, but whatever it is that's on your heart to do. 
but you're not like, you don't get better unless you like, there's no feedback loop if you don't try it and then listen to it or, or like observe it and be like, Oh, okay. Uh, like, you know, um, trial and error and playing around with things and allowing yourself to make mistakes. Um, I think that that has been such a valuable part. And I hope that it's been beneficial for anyone listening to be on that journey with us of like the first few were like really not great, like possibly borderline bad. And also like, and it's like, it's funny, you know, you don't start, no one starts as a professional. And I'm really looking forward to like how we'll feel about it a year from now and what, what our reflections might be then. But I hope that this could be inspiration for someone to start something that they've wanted to start and been afraid to um to like have that bad episode or like the like video that like just doesn't go anywhere or whatever it is because that's the only literally the only way to move forward is to start and it there's no expectation that it begins well yes right exactly and to just allow yourself to begin and that's when we talk about leaning into the process. There's no learning from the process if you don't lean into the process. If you don't allow yourself to um, begin, then there's no leaning either. So just, yeah, if it's, if there's somebody that you've been thinking about, you're just like, I wouldn't want to try, but there's, you know, those thoughts of self-doubt or imposter syndrome or, you know, it's easy to, to get caught up in the logistics of, well, I don't have this or that or this experience. Just start because, yeah, you don't get experience without starting either. Yeah. And it's like, I just told myself, I don't know if you did, Sari, but I was like, it's probably going to suck. Like, that's fine. It's fine. Like, it won't always suck, but it's okay if a few of them suck. It's okay if more than a few of them suck, because that's the only way that we're going to get to, like, non-suck. And it mattered enough to us to have this platform to try it and like put ourselves out there. Right. Like, and so I hope that inspires someone else. And I hope that being in the suck at the beginning with us and hearing <laughs> how that went. Uh, and if you are newer joining, please do uh, entertain yourself listening to the first few. I feel like we should go back and re-record the trailer though. It's like do that. seriously bad. Um, I don't even remember what's in there. I feel like we've got to listen to it. But so I hope our journey uh, inspires you to your own journey. And we're very much looking forward to continuing on this journey with you all. Um, yes. And thank you, Sammy, for a year of amazing conversation. Of course. Thank you, Kristen. And thank you all for being here in whatever capacity, however long you've been here. It's been so fulfilling. Yeah. Bye. Bye.